Welcome back from Austin, Texas. This is Pastor Plex Podcast, and where we are going to be talking about faith, culture, and everything in between. And I am so excited to have in the studio today the one and only Mrs. Katie Sass. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I zoned out for a little bit, and then I was like, oh, we started. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, we also, not only do we have Mrs. Kitty Sass, <laughs> we do have the Pastor Joseph Aiken. He is here in studio, so you can be rest assured all your questions, all the things that you'll be wanting to know are going to be fully answered. All the wisdom. All the wisdom. <laughs> so here's the question that I, I know that everyone is uh there's two questions. I'm going to start with the well, first one. Hebrews 13:17. Who knows Hebrews 13:17 off the top of their head? It's, it's a go some long lines. Obey your earthly leaders, uh, and boy, that's terrible. That I can't get beyond that. Um, uh, just something like that. So their their leaders will be joyful. But uh, obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls and will give an account for their work. Let them do this with joy and not with complaining, for this would be of no advantage to you. Which mm. I can appreciate that that sentiment. And that was in the net version. So I'll give you ESV, which pretty much says the same thing. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will give, have to give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with groaning, for this would be of no advantage to you. So one of the things that's emphasized here is that um, well, two things. One is that leaders in the church um, will be held accountable for the flock of of the church. And so I do feel like, and and maybe you guys can speak into this. Th- I'm not going to say it's the same as marriage because that's not, or parenting. It's not really the same, but there is a an element of that, um, that we are as church leaders we are responsible to god for the way that we shepherd and the way we love and on the flip side um the the flock isn't really um but there are times when it's not so joyful to submit and i, I want to hit katie because i know that you you may have been in that position a time or two where it wasn't super uh great to submit and we'll get to the, their question in a second but i want to just kind of hear like, your perspective on that submit to church leadership uh-huh. yeah oh Oh yeah, they're habitats of this in Do share. Oh man, oh this is. I feel like there's like a giant umbrella, and then there's like different brackets mm-hmm. under this umbrella. Uh, so which one do I pick? Which one do you pick? Um. So, I mean, I don't want to name names. And you don't be have like, to name names. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there have been times where. Um, if somebody asks me to do something and I think it's dumb, then <laughs> I say that's dumb. I'm not doing it. Right. And obviously, that's not the best way to respond mm-hmm. to your pastor. Right. Um, Especially if it's me, because I have all these great ideas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just so many. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I can sometimes just like have a an attitude. Only sometimes. Okay. Has that has that attitude? <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you say that you had more attitude as a younger believer and then yes and, and so talk, talk to me about that like talk about early 20s uh katie and your attitude towards church leadership in general and then now not well, more mature what? katie yeah. you know what actually i take that back okay. i think i've had more attitude as a I guess, what would you call aged believer? I don't aged know. Believer, yeah, aged okay. believer. Yeah, well, how aged? Uh, more seasoned. I think you kind of, I mean, I personally yeah. started to just think like, well, because you well, got saved at 19, right? 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 yeah. yeah. 
And so I think early on, I was just eager to please everybody. I was eager to like serve. I was eager to do all the things. I was like a sponge. And I <clears throat> I just wanted everyone to pour into me. And I was willing to just say yes to everything and mm-hmm. do all the things. And then I kind of, I mean, it's nine years on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Fe- February 24th. Yeah, February 24th, nine years. And so I think it also just depends on um, – if you're struggling with like respecting someone in a certain season, then you just are not gonna do, or if you don't feel valued. I think if you don't feel valued by a church, someone in church leadership, then you're immediately just gonna be like, I don't, I am literally not gonna do what you asked me to do. What makes you feel valued? uh, Feeling known. Interesting. Okay, so let's flesh that out a little bit because this is, this. I'm learning here. So tell tell me like as a church person, okay. not necessarily so, in leadership, you're uh, you you feel valued when who knows you. So I'm going to give a tangible example. Okay. Yeah. Uh with you. Okay. Yeah. Um so a few years ago, I spoke at mm-hmm. and we've already resolved this. It's not like I'm like bringing water <laughs> Yeah, we need a, to go. What is it? Bringing water from a, What is it? This is like, water under the bridge. This is water under the bridge. <laughs> I'm just bringing water. We're bringing the water, water back up to redrink. I'm bringing the water back. And spit out. <laughs> that was under the bridge at one time. Oh my gosh. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just not very smart. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So, um a few years ago, I spoke at uh um, encounter mm-hmm. and I like shared a testimony yeah. of when I was abused yeah, was and powerful. I was I was extremely vulnerable more vulnerable like a, like I'm naturally comfortable being vulnerable and this story made me feel oh. uncomfortable to share it was powerful. so I opened up a lot I, I talked about suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. I talked about all of these things and when you listened to that message as my pastor right. your initial thought was oh my gosh you're such a great speaker (laughs) like oh like this you were so good like you just like shared so well and i was thinking he didn't say anything about what i actually shared like you just said how i was a good speaker but you didn't like speak into the hurt that i was experiencing and so and i i just remember saying oh thanks but then that kind of like that bitterness kind of just started to take root of like, wow, Chris literally doesn't care about what I went through. And so then I remember like not really wanting to do anything that you yeah. asked or a, like you'd be like, oh, you should go meet this person at church. And I'd be like, mm, I really don't want to. I, I don't I really just like don't want to do anything that you have asked me to do. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of had like lost respect for you in that season because of that and i was like wow he just maybe i don't know like i don't know why he would and it's so so it made me feel not known right and not cared for yeah and so then in return i didn't want to respect you and do anything but then you know of course i like told you i talked to you Mm. about it and and it was like a whole mess because i was crying (sighs) and you were kind of like oh wow i didn't know you felt that way and so anyways uh i think not feeling totally cared for for someone no, no, that's, that's not good. that's good it's i'm sure it's different for everyone but that for me it's like yeah and yeah and yeah that i think that's that's good and, and i guess that the, the challenge is the church grows at what mm-hmm. level of 
intimacy and this work is like, you can't know yeah, everyone right and so that's what's well. hard and, and so maybe it's just and you and I have a, relationship we do, well, yeah but you and i have had relationship for yeah, many for, moons yeah um you know i knew the day you got saved so it was yeah uh, uh so i still remember that day and um all that um and when we met you and yeah boyfriend's past and all that. So I, oh, I, yeah. I feel like you and I have a, a big history. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has that history where yeah. I think it, it is fair for you to say like, oh, you should have um, really asked me more about my thought was it was already resolved and you were completely free. Yeah. I didn't realize you were still processing. And I yeah. should have, as a pastor, I'm like, I should have, the question I should have like, are you okay? Yeah. Have you been dealing? You were like, I was no. like, I was, I, a thought, she- I was a community group shepherd at the time. Right. We were deacons. Right. I thought I that you'd like, already processed that all. Because usually when you, Share something that heavy. It's you, you process it, and yeah. and I I didn't realize that you were right in the middle of it, and I and I should have been more attuned to that. Uh, so because with Joseph it's different. With yeah. Joseph it's not like we've known each other for a long right. time, and he knows all the stuff about me and mm-hmm. all. And so I come back to that if yeah I, I do, but, I, but other, I feel like I feel like that's a it's a yeah it's important to know that there's different levels of intimacy across the board with church leadership and church people and, and where, you know, uh, and, and what's appropriate and what's not. And it, and it can just mm-hmm. be so difficult. Okay. I love that. I love that perspective because that does get us into the question I did want to get to. So Hebrews 13, 17 tells us to obey our leaders, submit to them as they're keeping watch over our souls. It also commands us to do this in order that the leaders over us may be able to lead joyfully. These are direct commands to believers in a church who are under a pastoral eldership authority. So if a member of our church sees something he or she does not agree with being done by one or more of the church leaders, how do our church leaders prefer they approach leadership about said issue in order not to violate the command, A, be submissive, and B, allow the church leaders to still be joyful in their leadership role so it doesn't seem like we're just bashing someone or complaining about something? Mm-hmm. Joseph, when you hear that question, what what's like? Uh, what do you feel, and what what, what do you think a, a good solid answer to that would be? Good solid answer. Um, well, first, how do you feel about that question? Uh, well, I'm trying not to read too much into it. <laughs> yeah, but there's always like a the, what's the real issue here? Yeah, yeah. what's no. the real issue? So, so part of it is is this thing that you don't agree with? Is it a sin? Mm-hmm. Like the person said, hey, what do I do if there's something I don't agree with? And so. My, that's where my mind initially goes. Like, oh, well, is this a sin? Is it something that one of the pastors or yeah, yeah. the elders are doing that's a sin? But yeah, it needs to be talked about with, uh, I would say, said elders or said pastors. Like, if it's me <coughs> leading wrong and Katie sees it, hey, sit myself and, and Chris down and say, hey, I just want to talk to Joseph. Chris, I want you to be here as my pastor. This is yeah. one of the things I've seen to talk about and give me a place because I know there's been plenty of times like you described with, described with Chris mm-hmm. and Chris and I talked through some things and it's like oh it makes sense that your thought process goes this way mm-hmm. and how do you think? Right. I just assumed if he was talking about it Chris just said I assumed if he was talking yeah. about it he was over no he was in the middle of right. it mm-hmm. I just need to be more attuned and so sitting down talking like you did just allowed opportunity for me to talk about hey this is why I do this or yeah. man I didn't see that my apologies right. uh, and I need to lead better in this way there's been many times that, that I go to Chris with certain things like that, and Chris says, "No, if I said this, then I then you can assume this part of it." Yeah. Like, like, like for me, when I hear that story, knowing what I know about Chris, if he's like, "You're a great speaker," then what Chris is saying, all of that you said before that, 
was awesomeness. Mm-hmm. And I want to put you in front of people mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. awesomeness over and over. Yeah, I was thinking we need to get her on a national speaking tour. So, <laughs> yeah, like that's how, because I, but, but I've spent yeah. a lot of time with Chris now. So in my mind- Put this in a book. Yeah. <laughs> like I hear that. And so that's knowing Chris. And so part of it for me when I'm hearing this is, I think it's okay to talk to your leaders about mm-hmm. what said issue you have. Sit mm-hmm. down with a couple of the elders, yes. a couple of pastors, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, this is one of the things I'm noticing. And then let me articulate, no, this, I, I see your perspective of it, but this is the reason why. I yeah. yeah. Like always assuming the best, like yeah. trying so hard to assume the best. Like a, a very lighthearted example is I text like three people this morning to make sure we were still recording because <laughs> yeah. it's president's hours went by and I'm like, no one is texting me back. And I could have just assumed, well, they don't care about me. They're, okay, fine. I didn't text you. I text Chris like I'm, I'm seven something this morning and i was like no one's Uh, oh they're just ignoring me they're just gonna but it's like i had to be like okay they have a ton going on they're yeah my discipleship meeting was at 6 a.m for me to be texting in the middle that would be a little bit rude yeah they're they're (laughs) they're doing a lot of things and so just assuming the best of your pastors and assuming the best of your leadership and going they're juggling a lot Mm -hmm. Let me just hold on with this bitterness and talk to them about it. Yeah, and, and so if you come to me and say, "Hey, you're my," pa-, if, if someone says from a like a a heart of gratitude, "Hey, I really appreciate," you know, this is the, goes back to the white bread sandwich, but here's a white bread that you uh, you can use this with me, and it goes like this: "Wow, hey, pastor, you are my pastor, and I would love for you to pastor me through an issue I'm happy, having." Because what you're asking me is like, help me to see this from God's perspective, because here's the issue that I have. The church does X, Y, Z, and I really feel in my heart that um, ABC should be the thing that's being done. And so pastor me through how I can align with you in thinking wise X, Y, Z. And this is the part where um, I had to do this with uh, somebody recently. So I I said, I don't agree with this part, but I can submit to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was really... I was really grateful for it that they yeah. they took a different view, but they said I'm willing to submit to to that thing. I'm not going to be in discord. And I'm, I'm in harmony. I just see it differently, and and I'm like, great, man. That that's how we can work together. Um, and honestly, but there's some things I could be wrong on. So I, th- what I don't want people to do, oh you know, is go like, you know, uh, like Chris is the Pope, so th- you know, whatever his word was is in in you know. Or, yeah, or it's in like complete understanding of all things, and you know, like I, I could see that situation. Uh, I do go through a lot of different situations with people and counseling, and just their lives and marriage and divorce and all sorts of the strata. Um, but I do feel like there's a reality that, like in the middle of that, I could get something. Not, I'm always open to scripture to help me. I think someone helped me with a way to view things scripturally on one thing that I was like, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Uh, and they came back with a scripture and I was like, I agree with you. That was great. So um, there was something that I like went to bat for you, like two, it was, I don't know, it was a couple years ago. And somebody was saying something about something you said. And I was like, def- I was like, no, don't be saying that about Chris. Aww. And then I, I talked to you about it and you're like, oh yeah, I was actually wrong about that. <laughs> and I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought I was like defending my pastor. Man, like, don't be saying that. And then, yeah. It was. Well, it's all about the attitude with which you say it. You know, like I, I think, cause I, like I said, I'm not infallible. I'm not, you know, this is not like, I, I, I feel like 
yeah, I was like, yeah, I was wrong. I, I've given bad advice before, <laughs> you know. Like I remember Leah and Leah Brown now probably still remembers my advice when they were in college. There, she was eighteen or nineteen. And I said, "Here's what you should do in this situation." It was terrible. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I still remember all. You know, granted, and, and you always focus on all the stuff you get wrong. You, yeah. know, you just oh, think yeah. about that all the time. You're like, "Oh, I blew that. Screwed that up." Yeah. And so, if you can understand that. That whenever you're telling me something I'm doing wrong, I'm not going to just be like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll think about it because I, I do appreciate viewpoints. And it's not like I'm now, you know, a slave to everybody's latest thing, thing that they think I'm doing wrong. I, I definitely have a calling from the Lord and conviction from God on a totality of scripture. And I've thought through a lot of things. But for example, on things like critical race theory, I had to do a lot. I'm still doing Mm-hmm. a ton of research yeah. uh, on it and I'm I'm now I've been open to so many different authors and so many different perspectives and and I'm starting to see how convoluted and complicated a process it is um, anyway I've really enjoyed that process but it, it's like so so much learning from a topic that's just recently come into uh, in, come in vogue really in the past three years yeah. and so I feel like that's the part that can get challenged because there's a whole bunch of you know People have so many different viewpoints on stuff. Anyway, all that to say, if there's something that if the, if it's not a sin issue, like hey, I feel like you were in sin in this, mm-hmm. um, and you feel like here's might be a better way, pastor me through why the church does it this way, then I I can really walk with you and work with you mm-hmm. on that. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I do want to say that sometimes it's just your own personal issue. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you, if either one of you were to ask me to do something and I, no matter if I respected you or not, if I responded with, no, that's dumb, I'm not doing it, that's my own personal issue. Right. And that's a sin that I need to address mm-hmm. in my own heart mm-hmm. and going, okay, these are pastors. This is their role mm-hmm. is to pastor a church. And, mm-hmm. I don't need to respond to them with disrespect, regardless of right. how I feel. Yeah, love it. Uh, I feel like we hammered that. Any other, anything else to say on that? All right. So then, here's the next question. Uh, and you know, if you didn't know that, we're a part of Wells Branch Community Church. This is the church that I, I pastor. I'm so grateful for it. And so the, it says, if Paul were to write a letter to Wells Branch Community Church today, the church, not the individual pastors. So not me. Not joseph not james not grayson uh not the elders what do you think the purpose and main themes of the letter would be <laughs> katie what do you think what would no, you no no no, 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 no. Good. <laughs> why did you immediately laugh that was like that was good i i don't know i mean i just feel like we're all broken sinners so like everything yeah he would address every sin possible <laughs> I don't do you know. think he'd be addressing sin yeah, okay. I mean, what are, what else would he address? What, what do I don't mean? know. Is he talking about issues? No, like, what no, is, well, no, just so what you, you go to. Okay, I, I thought that was issues. You go to sin. I would probably go to mission. Well, well, because doesn't Paul typically address sin within churches? Uh, well, not like so. Not necessarily like Philippians. Not really. Yeah, Colossians. I mean, some not of them really. are about encouragement. Yeah. But, or but it's like Paul's fighting pretty, off heresy. Paul's pretty bold in Battling like heresy. Yeah. So hey, y'all need to quit. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> and that's in the. Like Romans isn't like that. So when you say sin, like he'd be like, "Yo, y'all tripping? Y'all just crazy in this church." Like, what, what sin? What sin? When? Oh my god! Like we're talking about like, adultery, <laughs> greed, uh, laziness, um, uh, gossip, gossip. Okay. And gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Laziness and gossip. Laziness and gossip. Okay. Um. 
Now people can go around and say, "Ah, oh, Chris said the church was lazy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Nobody can deny gossip. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to not. I mean, I have to intentionally try to not gossip. Yeah, that's good. So. All right. So you'd say laziness and gossip. I mean, I didn't initially say laziness, but I mean, well, no, no, if- I just what, what, like give yourself a foot. What, what would be? And again, you go to straight to sin. Like God or Paul would be writing to us about some sin. Um, I do think there are a lot of r- very proud people in our church. Oh, okay. And so, so pride. maybe pride okay. and um, looking down on others that might not value certain things the way that they do. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it would be don't be. Uh, maybe a Philippians two aspect of when you look at other people, don't look at your, don't consider yourselves greater than other people, but think of themselves, think of them as greater than yourself, as Jesus, Jesus did, emptying himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I don't know what that says about me that I see. I don't know. Now I'm kind of like, uh, can I rewind and not say anything at all? No, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it usually goes through whatever, whatever you see in other people is usually the thing that's in you, right? Like mm-hmm. whenever you see pride in somebody else, yeah. it's usually because your your heart is proud. Yeah, I natu- I typically have to be like, uh, you're not as cool as you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're not as great as you think you that's are. That's good. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> Katie's the one that keeps everybody humble. Um, no, it's good. All right, what about you, Joseph? If you were going to say, like, what would be... No, per- I'm saying that to me. No, I know, I'm with you. I'm with oh, okay, you. Okay. But, I was but, not, no, like, no, saying no. that to other people. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I was thinking that in terms of, like, well, if you have Katie around, you're going to be humble. No. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, Joseph. So, so for me, uh, something about the reason I say that I had a meeting <laughs> this past weekend with our connection team. Yeah. And when it, it went great. I had a lot of people, yeah. some of them knew, recruiting and different things like that. And one of the things that God gave me for them, like our thing, one of our things at Wells Branch Community Church is serve one, worship one. Mm-hmm. Ministries, just a lot of different ministries. So you, and I told them, uh, be present, punctual, prepared, productive, like, like all these different things. Nice P, nice P alliteration. That's great. Going going over all these different things with them, but this idea that there was nothing convenient about the cross. Right. And so for a lot of people, it's like, well, I'll do this. I'm only going to, I'm going to serve in worship in one service kind of thing. Well, I was like, we're asking you to serve for four hours every other week. So twice a month. I said, and I said, if you choose not to, if you choose to quit our connections ministry, I said, that's fine. And I'm okay with you talking about, I'm saying, Joseph talking about, I need to do this and do that. I said, just at the end of whatever you say, <laughs> say, I'm doing it for Jesus. He said, I had to do it for Jesus. Cause right. you're not doing it for me. Right. I said, so be like, yeah, Joseph told me I had to serve the church. I said, just add at the end. For Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I would tell them. But you can see, like the hearts, and it's like, well, it's not a lot because what happens is we're thinking about, man, I got to do this, I got to do that, and the busyness of of life that just throws at us. And a lot of times, the busyness is there are certain things we can actually remove that probably shouldn't be there anyway. Like you did uh, when you was talking about uh, social media. And stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, just removing stuff. And so I think for me, it'd be like serving and going above and beyond. Uh, yeah, that the work that we do uh, isn't for us; it's for Christ that we're doing this work. Yeah, so, something around just serving beyond our convenience. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. I love in in from the message this past Sunday for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus at Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants mm-hmm. for Jesus' sake. And so on Sunday, we are trying to make guests 
feel like gifts by serving them for Jesus' sake. And if you go in with the mindset that I'm here to get mine and then get out of here, then what's going to happen is people are going to not feel served for Jesus' sake. They may they may feel served because you had a job to do and you were obligated, and uh, but your heart wasn't right. That that gets to be a little bit uh, frustrating because we're well, we're not doing this just to do something like we didn't have anything better to do. We're doing this because Christ has called us to that mission, which I love that. Um, for me personally, I, I would get back on the evangelism train. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I thought it was interesting when you, you're just like conviction of sin. I was thinking mission. Like here's, That's just how I always see. Yeah. That we're broken. Yeah. yeah. I, just a reminder of mission. And I, I guess that that's to me where like, uh, I feel like we need to get up and go out and love and serve and share the gospel of hope. Um, so I love I love that. I mean, it's actually kind of great. Yours would be like an internal to the self. Yours would be internal to like serving the church, and my my heart would be like external reaching uh, people. So maybe there'd be a three. Maybe the three themes would be conviction of sin, uh, service within the church, and then service with outside outside the church to make more disciples. Now I ask, for me, I wasn't thinking just service to the church, but serving people yeah mm-hmm. yeah but no I, or convenience so it, yeah uh, what is it we need to have a c word other than convenience but i like to see places i thought oh africa or some mm-hmm. place out of the country right and missions isn't that mm-hmm. we're missionaries yeah. all of us are missionaries mm-hmm. on our jobs in our homes on peanut app yeah. Oh, which by the way, I'm meeting with another mom on Wednesday. What? Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, w- one last update on Amber. Uh, just speaking to the mission, like, yeah, how is she? So we actually have gotten and, together and just a couple to times. Recap: Amber was the one that you met on Peanut, and then her son tragically passed away. It was crazy, and yeah, and then uh, so we've gotten together a couple times. Uh, they got all the autopsy, everything, toxicology report back. Um, and so now they're just trying to get his, his body back and plane a memorial. So her, she wanted to do something really special for her birthday this year. And, um, so she wanted us to all go to Cirque du Soleil. Oh, wow. And so it's just like, it's probably going to be like 12 people, like six couples. Are you invited? Go to, yeah. Yeah. I was really excited. I was invited. See? And, yeah. um, so we're going to go to Cirque du Soleil and then do dinner after and, um, that I think next step is connecting her husband and Ryan yeah. because that we were going to that week we had <sighs> dinner plans and that week oh, her son passed gosh, away. I can't even, Oh, that is so painful to think about. Well, way to go. That is powerful. Um, man, it's a lot to process. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. with your next person, you have a, a date, I guess. Yeah. Wednesday morning, All we're right. going to go to the park. She has a son that is, I think almost two. So like close to Ava's age. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That is so great. Why well, I, yeah. I can't wait to hear how that all goes. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, well, guys, uh, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have questions or you want to just uh, have your voice heard on Pastor Plex podcast, please text it at 737-231-0605, and we will help you join the conversation. Uh, so thank you, and once again, have an awesome week of worship. 